Welcome back to episode 65. It's me, Lala. And you will hear an episode that Ashley from Into the River podcast and I recorded in regards to some of the drama that has unfolded last week. Um, We have been friends for a while and my new faith has kind of put a wedge in between us, sadly. And she had uh, apologized to me for her part in kind of getting involved in all of that. And so this is the conversation that we had right after. And it's raw, it's real. And um, I lost my temper at a certain point, but I'm just human, you know, so I'm, I'm going to share it with you. And uh, I hope this is water under the bridge, not only between her and I, but anyone who was involved. I, I can't hold on to hate in my heart regardless. And um, I'm not perfect. I don't pretend to be. I just share the research and uh, the things I'm interested in as I go along. So I hope you enjoy it, y'all. And uh, yeah. Okay. So um, this is the first time you and I have spoken in person since the altercation that everyone's pretty much aware of. And uh, on my podcast, people might not all be aware. So do you want to, should we fill people in on kind of how we got to this point? Um, yeah, I would be interested like from your, on your perspective on that. Okay. So we'll get to you and I in a second, cause I do think it should be addressed, but initially there was a post from a mutual friend, a closer friend with you. And I, a lot of people responded to it and it was basically calling you out for things. I'm not saying they're true or not. I don't know, but that you were attacking people personally. And, you know, a lot of us said a lot of things in that post a lot of your friends uh myself I would consider myself your friend up until this point I don't know where we stand but uh you know I also have had conversations with you where I can understand where she was coming from so you know I made a remark as well showing support to her which I can understand why that hurt you but a lot of people said a lot of things and at the end of the day uh there's a lot of fractures going on in our community uh, not just around the situation, there's always been some dispute or another, but this one pertains to you, myself, and a lot of people I do know, and it's regarding religion, which is something that I think needs to be discussed. I think we could all benefit from maybe having a bigger discussion about it. So you and I, where we left it was a negative exchange via text where I said harsh words to you. You know, we both kind of back and forth were pissed off, uh, ended it. I thought on it the next day I reached out and asked if you wanted to do this. I apologize for my words. I apologize on the post and I apologize publicly in my stories, but you and I haven't had a discussion where I feel like we've come to any kind of like healing and whether or not that happens will be determined, but that's, am I all caught up at least on my perspective? (laughs) Yeah. So what about you? Uh, so, you know, my approach, my account, you know, the whole, the whole, uh, reason I started my account is to talk shit to liberals. That's why my account exists. I didn't want to do it for my personal account. So I couldn't get doxxed as I talked shit to liberals. And that's how, that was the birth of Lala Beam's account. And so, uh, when I started to make memes, um, doing just that, you know, uh, targeting, liberals and like basically their degeneracy and um so not much has really changed as far as like my approach on how i handle things i i am uh i'm firm believer in blunt force trauma 
So the people that are brainwashed to reality of what's going on, like with COVID, for example, uh, I've always been a proponent of blunt force trauma. So uh, I think you need to get smacked with truth sometimes to um, realize that you are brainwashed. And so um, when I became a born again uh, Christian in spirit, and I realized that I had been deceived for 14 years on new age ideologies, God put it on my heart to um, expose this deception. And so I think what a lot of people forget when I'm doing these posts is that that was me four months ago. All of this content comes from me and where I was four months ago. So um, a lot of people take it as like, I think that this is what happens to people's um, perception of Christians in general, is that they're holier than thou, they're judgmental, they're acting more righteous and all of that. That could not be further from the truth for me. Um, I struggle every single day with things of the flesh and things that I sh shouldn't be doing, including gossiping or the way that I uh, reacted to some of the situation, I should have just turned the other cheek, right? But all of the new age deception that I've been focusing on is something that God put on my heart to do because I was deceived for 14 years it, deep in it. So it, it's kind of like the same concept of like, uh, you know, people talk about Trump and like, oh, he had to be in it to know, you know, how it all works. That's how I feel. I know everything about how people perceive Jesus from that side of it. So like, when I started my account talking shit about the Bible and talking shit about Christians and their beliefs and making them question their beliefs, no one had an issue with it because I used to do that. And I knew very well that the uh, followers that I had acquired over the past year were all uh, believers in my old ideologies. So I was very, I had, I was very aware that I was going to receive these types of reactions to my posts, but you know, I'm, I'm being obedient to what I believe God um, is telling me to do right now. So that's where my intention is. That's where my heart is. The people who feel personally attacked by me saying, um, hey, Helena Blavatsky started New Age in the 1800s. And she's, she uh, also has a magazine called Lucifer. And Alice Bailey has a whole publishing company called Lu Lucifer publishing company and she also wanted to usher in the new world order and her husband was a freemason like this these are facts so like when people get a personally attacked by that to me it's in the same realm as like people getting personally attacked by covid facts covid facts on the vaccine like these are facts so if you accept accept these ideologies unknowingly like i did because i didn't know and people tried to tell me and uh, I laughed at them and I scoffed at them and I unfollowed them or whatever, but, um, I I'm just trying to let people know, like where the roots of all of this comes from. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. I get that. And I respect you. I want you to know, I respect you following your calling and what you feel that you're supposed to do. And I, I do want to dive into like why I think people are upset and I can't speak for anyone but myself, but I do think I can understand some of it, not all of it. 
But I first want to start off by saying a lot of times when one person is a Christian and one person's not, I've seen a lot of people who aren't the Christian say things like, well, you should act like this, this, and this from the Bible. And I want you to know right away that I think that's bullshit because I hold myself to a standard, whether I profess to live by the word of God or not. Um, I have that same standard for myself. So for me to say that, oh, well, the Christians have to act that way, but I get a pass because I don't believe in the Bible. I don't, I don't like that. And I'm not going to do that with you. So I just want to get that out of the way that I, I think that's insane, but I, I do feel your passion to expose these things, but what I have seen, and I, I quit following your account a while ago and I told you I did, like, we have conversations about this stuff. Because for me personally, and we can go into why, like, uh, it just wasn't stuff that I liked. But that's in the same way that even in the truth movement, I, I noticed there was a lot of accounts that I ended up following that were talking only about satanic shit in Hollywood or whatever. And I had to start unfollowing those accounts because, and that was a long time ago, because I learned what I needed to learn from that, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to spend my time dwelling on that dark shit and watching all the images of satan in my feed like it just didn't have a good energy around it so i kind of felt that way a little bit in the stuff that you started posting about and that's not to say a judgment on you but for me personally i was like it just gives me an icky feeling to think about like all the satanic stuff all the time like i don't want to focus my stuff on that like i want to focus on positive things and change and so but i also respect your freedom to do you. And I think there is a place for exposing that. And I know that there are people who are caught up in that. The problem with me, and I think maybe some other people, I don't know, is when it, it seeped into a bunch of things, almost, I mean, I'm just speaking from my feelings, like a micromanaging of like, if you do yoga, then you're practicing some kind of a satanic ritual. If you do meditation, if you have crystals, if you have rocks, like, um, and, and, it's okay that you believe that I being in Christianity my whole life never saw churches be so quite as strict as you actually in your perception of all the things that are satanic and I never saw which is interesting to me that your take is pretty extreme from my experience on like all of the things like meditation will open spirits, evil spirits to come into your mind. If you're quiet, like that's something I never heard from a church in my life. And I went to some pretty crazy churches. So I was just kind of like, man, this is, I think that's where it feels like it gets personal for a lot of people because you don't think it's personal what you're saying, but when you're talking about liberals, everyone that started following your page knew you as a conservative or whatever. So you didn't have people that you were hurting or offending with your words. Like, but then we get to this point where you flip, which you have a right to do, but you have to understand, of course, there's going to be backlash because you have people who loved you and love those things. And now they're being told that they're participating in satanic rituals that that is a very personal thing even if you mean it jokingly like you're really talking about yourself like you've said many times like I'm not talking about you guys I'm not shaming you I'm shaming myself constantly in memes well it doesn't come across that way and I'm just trying to explain why it might feel to some people and how it felt to me like judged like shit I do yoga and it's good for my body and I've meditated and I've felt God and to have that, the idea that you as my friend would tell me that that wasn't God, that was Satan. 
now you're getting in a very personal space that I don't feel that you have the right to be in to tell me anything about my personal relationship and experience with the divine, with God. You know what I mean? Like that is, you're entering into something that is deeply personal, which is someone's faith. So you're doing it in a public way. So I'm not speaking for others, but for me personally, that's the start where I started to be like, I don't want this. I don't need this. And I can understand why maybe some people would feel that because it pushes me away from God. And luckily I've been through enough with religion and God to know the difference so that I can separate that stuff and and not have it affect my relationship with God. But there was a time in my life where I couldn't, where I would allow someone else to tell me who God was with me and to put that shame on me for things that were innocent to me. And then that's when I started to understand guilt and shame as it pertained to God. And I had to undo that and remember who God truly was. And it took me stripping away all that religious bullshit. So that's where... I wanted to explain to you where it does feel personal, even if it's not your intention. So you did what an adult would do and you unfollowed me and you have every right to do that, you know? So yeah. that, that's what an adult would do. Um, as far as uh, the church not talking about meditation and uh, yoga, I think that the church is highly uh, missing the mark as far as the spiritual realm. A lot of them aren't even aware of how deep the spiritual realm is and don't focus on anything into the spiritual realm. Meditation itself is not satanic. Um, it, it's literally, uh, when Jacob met with God in the Bible, he named the place pineal and that your pineal gland is where you slip into higher consciousness. So meditation is a tool to meet with God. That's exactly what it's for. But people who are, um, lost and don't know what they're doing and they're just meditating because our society has injected these ideas as if they're normal when they do stem from pagan uh, worship, like yoga and chanting, that is to invoke demons in you. And if you're uh, slipping into higher consciousness and you do not have the armor of God, you are susceptible to have demons enter your empty vessel. So I, all I'm doing is I am taking, Where is that in the Bible? I'm, I'm I am taking, I just have to back because, because it says to meditate on the word. And I'm, I'm basing this on evidence from people that have meditated, who have meditated heavily and have had attacks like this. So my point is that all we hear about meditation is that it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But there's literally been people who have committed suicide after going super deep into meditation or like, um, uh, retreats and all of that, who've had bad experiences. And I attribute that to being in the spiritual realm and not really knowing what they're getting themselves into. So when I started posting about these ideas that like others would consider extreme, I was doing that on purpose as well, because I was honestly sick and tired of people being in my comment section, being triggered and annoying. So I went super extreme. So people would start unfollowing me and then I could start posting about whatever I want because these ideas are true and they have a basis. So if you want to, and the idea of sinning and all of that, like for me, I've never done yoga. I don't care to do yoga. I'm not losing anything by um, doing yoga or not doing yoga. But the same happened for me, like on Halloween, like I am a new, I am a new spirit 
And I was not sure about how I felt about Halloween this year. I didn't know if I wanted my daughter to do anything like that. So I just sat back and like really thought about it as I formed my new beliefs. I'm a new believer. So like I shouldn't be participating in things that make me feel weird and awkward or like, or I'm not sure about yet. However, someone who's further along their walk in, in the Christian, they might do yoga and they don't even think a thing about it because they know there's no false gods and they're not yoking demons or doing anything like that. That's not my audience either. My audience, I'm trying to reach people who are unknowingly doing these things without considering what might be happening to them on the spiritual realm. And the people who are open to this discussion, because even though I've, I've been, you know, going through this the past few, few days, whatever, I, I don't really care. I, honestly, it has been so eye-opening to, um, you know, I, I'm, I, first of all, thank you for having this conversation with me and for being big enough to apologize to me and like for, to cont- see where this goes. But like the, the other, and a lot of people did apologize to me after, but it also showed me true colors of some people that I considered good, good friends, not just acquaintances. And that was really sad for me because these are just topics. These, these, this doesn't change anything about who I am or anything like they could just unfollow me if they don't want to hear that yoga stems from people uh, yoking uh, other spirits, which it does. So if they don't want to hear about that, just unfollow me. That's not a personal attack on anybody. But there has been so many people who have come to me and said, thank you so much for showing me that where this comes from or this and that in any given topic. And that ripped the scales off of their eyes of what new age is because all of these ideas, regardless if it's yoga or meditation or the idea that we're all one and that every path leads to God and all of that, all of that comes from the new age deception. And so it sounds like a really good and like, um, you know, all, tr- all truth have some truth in it, whatever, all of that, like new age um, uh, language, you know, these people repeat like I did for 14 years and have no idea that it stems from people who did worship Lucifer. It comes from them. And it's, it's the same idea of um, Mockingbird. Repeat, 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 repeat for generations and generations. And now we have this whole new age movement that people have no idea what, where, what it actually comes from or where these ideas come from. So, yeah, no, I understand that. And I don't know if you'll agree with this, but like today I was like, I need to, I felt a desire to look into the Bible and I, it was weird because it just kind of, I got led to Romans and then I listened to your testimony later and I was like having the best day reading the Bible, but then I listened to your testimony later because I was like, Oh, she put this out. You know, I like, I, I haven't really heard your full testimony a little bits and pieces. And I was excited to listen. And it was kind of funny that you referenced Romans. And then I was like, Oh, that's interesting because that's what I was drawn to today. And there was so much in there that is like literally everything that I feel about what's going on with um, this online arguing and all of this with God. But one of the things that I was talking, there talks, it talks a lot about the difference between the law and the necessity of like the, the relationship between the law and sin and how there's no sin without the law and, and how basically things are not clean or unclean unless we decide that they are on an individual level. And I found that fascinating. Like, 
And I believe that fully, like we give meaning to things with our intentions. And, and that's why for me personally, looking at this stuff of like, well, this is sin, this came from pagans, this came from that, like, you can believe whatever you want. But in, for me, I could trace everything back to some sort of paganism. Every time we use our dollar bill, we're engaging in a satanic ritual. You know what I mean? If we see it that way, but we don't have to give it that meaning and that purpose. We could just treat it as what it is, a means to an end, just like when Jesus said, you know, give to the government, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, pulled the money out of the fish. Like literally that's how God, Jesus saw money. Like, oh, just use it as you need it. It's not that important. But we could look at the Illuminati symbol on it and we could say everyone who uses money is engaging in a satanic ritual. And so if we if we micro like get a microscope down to look at everything, there's paganism in all things, including in and out of our religion and out of all types of things. So you can go about life that way. And I feel like you're called, you feel called to, you know, expose all of it. But it will have an effect that, you know, you might lose some people listening. Sounds like you only want to listen, talk to people who want to listen. And all I'm saying is, you know, there's another perspective of it that I think people can also benefit from that listen to you that, you know, it's not all dangerous if your intention is right. And if you're, you're pure and holy in your thinking and your actions, you know what I mean? Like, not everything is from the devil. And I guess the thing that concerns me, if I'm being honest, like, I'm happy that you found faith. I was really happy to hear your testimony and the healing and the freedom that you've experienced is beautiful. And I want that for anyone. And a lot of people have experienced that freedom in and out of religion. But the thing that I I worry, I guess, as your friend and as someone who cares about other people who could potentially get damaged by religion is that people will become so obsessed with all the things that are wrong that they are afraid to live and operate in love and in power and and knowing that God is so much bigger than all of this darkness. And I see this heavy, heavy focus on evil. Like if I scroll through your page, I see more photos of Satan than I do like images of God. And I know that you're exposing things, but I want you to know something that I've learned through all of my years in the church is because I used to be afraid of a lot of that demonic shit. And I was taught as a very young child about the devil and all of this. But I learned at some point through good guiders, good teachers, that none of it holds any power. Like literally God is so much bigger than all of this stuff. And the more we give it power, the more we give it attention, how are we not feeding it? How You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. putting it and on this pedestal. Th- this, okay. So the, the idea of, you know, l- kind of like what I was saying before, there's a story, I forget where it is, but someone offered um, one of the disciples like meat that they were sacrificing to a false God. And he was like, okay, I'm just going to eat it. You know, like I'm not going to give it power. Like you're saying, right. But then there was a new believer sitting right there and saw him eating it. And then he decided not to eat it as to put a bad, like, so, so he didn't get confused in his new faith. So right. it's not black and white in that regard. Like, and it depends on where you are in your walk. I am a new believer. 
And like I said, I, it's put on my heart to expose this. It, I, it's really not true. I have all these pictures of Satan. When I talk about like New Age and Lucifer, of course there are. But I've also been focusing on all of the tribes of Israel and all of the um, I, I, ideas. Like one of the questions that I had for God when uh, I was born again was like, how does the sacred geometry fit in? Because the elite are so obsessed and I need to know because I just know that it's bigger and I don't get how it fits in to Christianity. And so like he's been answering those questions for me. And so I've been sharing stuff like that. Like when I start exposing the new age, it's not like I'm like, oh, focus on this darkness. What, I, what I'm saying is that do you know where your beliefs come from? Because if you don't know and then you found out that it came from someone who worships Lucifer, would that change your mind, you know? And so it does change people's minds because they don't have no idea that it came from this idea that was all about pushing Christianity out of our society. Like Alice Bailey, I just posted today, she had a letter, a 10 point letter of how to remove Christianity. And she wanted to implement all of the Eastern religions and everything else but Christianity. And she also wanted to usher in the new world order. So like, that's not me focusing on the darkness that for me, you know, and like, if it was, if, it, if I saw that post when I was on the other side, I guarantee you that people are like, this is stupid. You know, like they, they're, they're not going to be able to receive it every time they're, and they might get offended and they might, they might unfollow me or block me, but that seed is planted. And just the way that people did to me when I scoffed at them and they tried to tell me these things. And then I knew who to go to when I had these questions later, because my door will always be open if people wanted to talk about it to me. And like when these, yeah. when these, when I start talking about like, um, and, and my account, I've never like, I, I don't know why people think that they can just have any input on what I post about anything. Like, because I'm never, I'm never going to post what other people want for me. Like if anything, it's like a vision board for me of where I've been and where I'm going and the research that I'm doing and the stuff that I'm interested in and like scriptures, scriptures that I like and all of this. And like, I have a place to go for all of my research and that's, that's what it's about. And if I can help people along the way, awesome. But for people to take that as a personal attack, that that's on them. Th that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No. And I think that's fair. I think that obviously you can post whatever you want, of course, like, but it is social media and you are part of a community of truth tellers who are like, you have been the first person to tell the truth. You have never held back on calling out an individual publicly, uh, rallying other people to go after a person that you felt was, you know, someone tied insincere. to the ADL. someone tied to anything. The no. Yeah. And I'm not against that. I'm actually saying that I think that that's something unique about our community that we kind of pride ourselves on the truth at all costs. And even if it hurts our feelings, like we're mm -hmm. going to say it. And that's why I'm talking to you here. And that's why I think that people are going to respond to you. Obviously one, it's social media and it's public, but two, right. you know, they have feelings and thoughts about it is the things that you post are thought provoking. And so, I mean, maybe, yeah, you should just unfollow everyone that disagrees. That's your choice. But like, yeah, I'm right. Here I'm yeah, if that's what you want, then I that's acceptable. But I'm curious if like what because I haven't like looked at all your posts. I haven't seen your posts in a while until recently. And um I I never see anything negative in your posts. Do you delete them or like what is the things that you're talking about? 
that people are struggling what, with. What do you mean? Which, what? Like comments. You? You're saying that people are all up in your comments, but I only see people who agree. Oh, with so so comments. back when I first made the conversion, people were like, mm. it was very annoying because, first mm. of all, I've only been born again for like four months. I have no idea. Like I lost my job right after I got saved. And like, I felt God was like, you just sit down and you read the Bible and like you, uh, you're fine. You know, like I got like 15 cup orders the next day and I was just like, okay. So I read the Bible and I've, I'm like halfway through now. And I, but, but people act like I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm brand new to this. Yeah. Like, so so for people to come to me and ask me like questions about this and that, and like, I'm like, I can ask, answer what I know and what I'm looking into, but I shouldn't be looked at as an authority on Christianity by any means. I can be looked at as an authority for uh, new age or Eastern religions and things like that, because I, I researched it for 14 years. So like, yeah. I know a lot about that, but like, I was getting a lot of attacks about like the validity of the Bible and like trying to seed a, a doubt in me. And so when I, that's when I started posting like really extreme things. So, because, and a lot of them were my friends. Um, I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of people like going behind my back and talking about me and things like, I just know. So I, I don't need that. You know, I, I, do you think that I wanted to uh, wake up one day and say, wow, I was fucking wrong about everything that I ever believed to be true. And now I have this platform and I don't know where to take it. And it's completely against everything that I ever stood for. Like, do you think that that like that's something that I was yeah. planning out? You know, it, it didn't happen like that. I, I'm just no, doing what's on my heart. It reminds me of when I came out as a Trump supporter and the backlash was painful and it was and it was I did the same thing as you it made me be like well I'm gonna be that much more intense like I'm basically gonna run around with the freaking flag like <laughs> saying who I am just because I didn't like the fact that people were holding back who I was and I think that's a really fair point and I'm glad that you expressed it because I think and I can't speak for everyone but your personality is so you are very confident and bold and you say and do things that I think give the impression that you're kind of impenetrable, you know, and, and there's one thing that like, when things get heated or controversial, you tend to say it fuels your fire and you love it. And, and then you like, you go in that much deeper and I can relate to that. And that's something I appreciate about you. But I think that maybe people don't realize like that effect that that does have, like almost like you're human too. And you know how they say check on your strong friends because nobody does like you're the strong person that I don't think people remember to check on or remember that like it hurts too and that you're growing and I'm glad that you just shared that because it does give me another perspective and yeah I'm just the way I've been looking at all of this as I sit back and think because like after we had our exchange you know I always come back like I'm 30 I'm gonna be 39 in a month like I, did I act like it? Did I act like a person who has experienced religion for decades? You know, did I act like a sister? Did I act like someone who was leading by example from all that I've learned? No, I didn't. Like I did, you are a brave baby Christian and I know where you are, <laughs> even though it's different. I, I know where you are. I just do by experience. And 
for me to get all emotional and jump on you is I saw the wrong in that. And I felt personally convicted as I have before many times in my life. And that's why I reached out to you because I was like, you didn't use that as an opportunity to show love, to teach, to like, instead of show, Hey, maybe this, like, no, you just like attacked her. And I, I said, sorry. Yeah. I appreciate times, it. And I, but I, I am sorry. I appreciate it. And I, I'm not the type of person to hold grudges, honestly. Like I, 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 I forgive, I forgive you before you apologize. I didn't expect an apology, but like, I can't hold that hate in my heart. You know, like I don't hold hate in my heart for the other people who did it. I think some of their apologies were insincere. That's irrelevant. Um, and you know, I, I am who I am. I'm brutally honest. I've always been this way. I'm likely never going to change. And so was Jesus, but he was also full of compassion and love. And some people come with that easier. Like some people are just naturally compassionate and loving and have a hard time with like being the brutally honest side of him. Right. I am watering the compassionate side. I am watering the loving side. I am trying to remember like that. There is no, there is no gain in going on the defense, you know, like I, I shouldn't have even defended myself to any of that because the, it, I mean, it was lies. Like it was just blatant lies. And then there was people who were there who have something against me based on a lie from a man, you know, like, like psychotic and like attacking my business as I am a single mom and like my livelihood, like, and then have having the audacity to call me hateful. So I, I should have just let, let whoever, you know, the Bible says to, when someone slaps you, turn your face for the, for them to slap you on the other fa- on the other side, because like it, there's just no point, you know, and it obviously was not a personal attack on any of them, but they felt personally attacked by me. And again, that's, that's something inside of them that they really have to explore because, um, me me bringing light to the fact that new age stems from lucifer is a fact it's not it's not an opinion it is a fact and the and these people are called the mother of new age like this is where it all comes from is from the 1800s and on all of the lies of like the the lyrian and the different root races that's in helena blavatsky's book the secret doctrine that she got a channeled message um and she worshiped Lucifer. So where do you think this message came from? Like, it's just, you can deduce things from this. I had no idea about any of it. I never even heard her name. I never knew who Alice Bailey was. So like, um, it's not a personal attack to talk about history. Like, it, that's like saying like, you're anti-Semitic when you bring up like World War II. <laughs> like, you can't, yeah. you can't ask questions about history or else you're called a you know whatever it it, it was very like liberal behavior for me and uh like I said I've always been this way I'm not afraid of confrontation I knew it was going to happen I knew it was going to come so I should have just handled it better and just expected it and handled it with grace but you know everything that I'm going through as a newborn baby Christian is an opportunity to learn and be better for the next time you know 
So I agree. And I think it's an opportunity for all of us to learn. And honestly, all the stuff you're talking about, the new age stuff, I went back, I was looking at it. I was like, I didn't know any of this and Mm -hmm. I don't care, (laughs) but that's fine. Like, but you know what I mean? I've never been one to get really caught up in the occult stuff. Like, yeah, I got crystals and rocks because I think they're pretty and I will never feel bad about that. They came from this beautiful earth. I'm like, but yeah, but I've never worshiped them. I've never like, but if I, I don't know, I just feel like whatever, I don't get too caught up in all of that. I like to explore multiple things for fun, but I'm always very surface level with it. I've never dug into any occultish hype type of stuff. So when you're reading about that, I'm like, damn, is there a lot of people in our community that are into it? Maybe yeah, that's fine. There is. And yeah. that's, that's totally cool. Honestly, for me, let it be what it is because the way I see things, uh, personally, just me, obviously you have a different purpose calling right now for me personally um I'm like how do we solve this and I'm looking at people like politically so far from us and the divide that I'm like the infighting I guess you could say and you've argued like this is even worse you know but the way I see it humanity in general is suffering from a fracture in a million different pieces. I see us like shattered glass broken apart and families are divided straight down the middle and I mean that's biblical, but still it's I don't know. I I, I, I don't think like anything it. is going to get fixed. Not not in the world or in the as far as the brokenness. Yeah like it like it's like a but we can add whatever, to it though. Yeah, we no. can add to it. And 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 on that note, I do want to talk about like a couple of difficult things like and it's not your responsibility, but um, talking about the brokenness and what I do think is wrong with it, where it can become poisonous and venomous. Like, yeah, I'm sure things have been said to you that cut really deep. And I know that I've said things to you, um, but I will say and this isn't on you, but the people who came from your page to her page. Um, the, the people on her page, I didn't see that negativity echoed on your side, and maybe you saw it and deleted it to that degree, but the stuff that they were saying, um, it really disturbed me that, like, as Christians, these people, and this is where I will say as Christians, because the judgment that they're using their Christianity for to, I don't know if this person has had an abortion or not, and we are not going to say that on this show, doesn't matter to me. Uh, maybe has taken a pro-choice stance, but the jokes about that were so, there, they cut so deep, a, I can't, there was I can't a even comment. imagine. There was a, there was a, a lot. post that was about pro, pro-life pro and she made it clear where she stood on that a long time ago. That has nothing to do that. with me. It wasn't on my page. It wasn't my post. Had nothing to do with me. It wasn't. If people wa- if people went and defended me and they were ugly about it, that that isn't on me. That's not my. No, it's, and I said that right away. That's yeah, the first like, thing I said was I, this isn't on so you. So I'm not but... I'm not gonna speak on that really because she, you know, I, this is how I feel. She threw the first punch and then she wanted to sit there and complain that her hand hurts and that that's that's just childish. And I know exactly why she did it because I know her very well. And um, she wanted attention on her page and she used me and my hurt to do that and lie about me personally attacking her, which never happened, to get attention on her page. So the, the repercussions of that that weren't on me, uh, you know, I would say maybe she shouldn't have done that. Maybe she should have. Uh, but then, you know what she did? She posted again about it. So, again, wanted more attention 
and uh, off of my pain and off of my, um, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like exposing me or whatever. It, it was literally purely ego-based because I know how she operates. I've been her friend for a year, and I've talked to her for many, many hours on FaceTime. I know intimately about her life and her situation, and I know that's what exactly why she did it. It had nothing to do with uh, exposing me or anything like that. Like, she just wanted likes on her page. It's that simple. So whatever her comments came on her, that that's honestly for her throwing the first punch. And people are defensive of me, and they love me because they know where my heart is and where my intentions are, and I didn't deserve that. So... Well, that, I don't know if you, like, what the situation is there, so I can't even speak to it that's personal between you and her, even though it's very public. Like, I don't know what happened behind closed doors. I don't know the conversations the two of you have had. All I know is in my situation, I hadn't seen your page for a while, and I know that there was times that I felt, like, judgment in general coming from uh, your new Christianity. It just, I was like, I saw a shift, and I don't know why I just perceived it that way. Maybe it's because religion is a personal thing and God's, you know, is personal to people. So when I saw that, my initial response was, oh, that's still happening. And it, I've never known her. And I'll, that's all I'll say. I have to say this. I've never known her to be drama in public. That's just something I've never seen. So I was more apt to be like, this is out of character for her. And I know that I felt that it was kind of judgmental and I, I can see that maybe something happened. So my intention was to show support to her. Like, listen, I understand that feeling. Like I totally do. And it was a reaction that wasn't thought about. And I still, I'm not a side taker. Like that, you know, that I'm fiercely, I wouldn't say loyal to a fault, but I've defended you in situations that I knew nothing about the situation simply because you said something and I would run to your defense. And in hindsight, I thought about those moments and wondered that I, I probably shouldn't have either when I didn't know the true situation. And that's something I'm learning. Like I, I defend the truth and what I think the truth is, but I need to wait on that a little. So I guess my thing about that, and it's not your fault what they said, but if it were my page and I was having a personal interaction and I'm working really hard on becoming a better person uh, publicly, I'm telling everyone every day that that's what I'm doing. And then the vileness that came back to her, regardless of what she did, because we're all responsible for our own actions. And those people saying those things are also responsible. It's not like, well, that's what happens when you say this. No, those people were acting to be cliche, demonic, <laughs> like the things that they were saying to me represented evil, not good, not love. And there's ways to tell someone things without going so, so low. But if it were me, I have to say, I would have been like, listen, you guys, this is not what we need to do. And instead you encouraged it. Well, and that's I, I, where think, I, was I like, think abortions are evil. So I think that's murder. And um, <laughs> if that's, if that's how they wanted to, Act, that's how does on them, Jesus handle that though? Like, the, thinking of abortion as evil has nothing to do with how I'm, God I'm is. I'm personally like, not going to like have a discussion about murdering babies <laughs> and if it's right or wrong, and especially when I did not make any comments about it, it has nothing to do with me. So, I know I just that you have to understand the people you roll with, um, throwing those kinds of stones, it it, it does come across a certain way and it does change people's perspective of you 
you know, when the people in your company, and you've said you don't want these certain people, you want the kind of people that are praising you in your comments that are, you know, attacking at the word go that are saying as, as low of insults as they can to somebody like if that's the crowd you're surrounding yourself with, of course, someone who like me has, you know, been your friend over the last year, my perceptions of you are going to change. And I just want you to understand that. And like, that's not what I want to happen, but I'm letting you, I'm trying to help you understand why some people are having reactions because the energy is dark. I, sometimes I wouldn't, in the comments. again, I didn't make these comments. These people no, I know. wouldn't have made these comments either if she didn't throw the first punt. So They're again, still responsible for their words. They, they are right, but I'm not. And they uh, are adults and they can say whatever they want and uh, you know, I you was. Don't feel that I, you encouraged I, it? No, I didn't. I was blocked, and I couldn't see anything that was happening. So no, by your post, because you were rapid fire posting, like bring it on. It feels. Oh my yeah, well, I was. I was making demons. Memes. No, I did not. Okay. No, I did not call anyone demons. I said they're demons, they which are that. attached <laughs> to them. Th their demons are what are getting irritated by my post. It's not them. Who's demons? Okay, so let's talk about this. That's the last like this is the last controversial thing I did want to address because I need to know. I wrote down a couple of your quotes. You said demons manifesting. You said me knowing I'm triggering the demonic ent and and energy inside these people's or these poor souls. You said keep the attacks coming. It only fuse fuels my fire demons. So yeah. you're not talking to those people. You're saying that they're possessed by demons. No, people like me, because that was a post you, about me. If I was in that Ephesians, post. I was one of the slides. If you read Ephesians six twelve, it says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against the principalities and powers in the dark and the power in the darkness of the world. That has nothing to do with our flesh and blood. This is a war for our souls. So someone like Chonky who spends her time channeling demons and aliens, that's what she does, I know, she probably does have some attached to her flesh and blood that aren't her soul and that have reacted by my content because, again, never personally attacked her, but she's acting like I personally attacked her. That is probably because I triggered some of the demons that are attached to her and it has nothing to do with her, the person. So I look at things in the spiritual realm a lot more, and it's very, very clear to me what is happening with the people that are being triggered by this. And it's just a fact. Like, it's, it's not just you and me sitting here. There, there's spirits all around us all the time, and, it's, and that is what we are fighting. So when people talk about good versus evil and, like, why can't we just unify against good versus evil, um, I am. I, I'm literally talking about part of the network and part of the Luciferian matrix, part of the satanic matrix that stems from Freemasonry that has injected itself into our movement. And they talk about COVID and everything else that we talk about, but then they push, then they push the new age ideologies on people that stems from Lucifer. So like, it's a lot more, it's a lot more like uh, convoluted than just good versus evil all the time. And um, I would say that her posts and the lies and the names that they called me when I've been nothing but kind to her again. And, um, yeah, I would say that that wasn't really her. I would say that that was some demonic entity attached to her person from the, the things that she participates in. So, yeah, I, I'll stand by that.
Well, that's a perspective because, uh, yeah, it's interesting because you, your post uh, with all the slides of the screenshots of all of our comments saying demons, I, maybe I should have been smarter to know they weren't saying me. They were just saying the demons attached to me or the demons controlling me or I mean, I don't, I don't remember. Me? I don't remember exactly when I put demons manifesting. Someone commented that, and I put it on one of the slides. But you know, if if you get that triggered by Jesus, like if the shoe fits, I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm not. I'm not talking like, about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying, yeah. if someone gets that triggered by that, like I don't know what to tell you because it's really well, pretty. It's black and white to me, and so. Like, that might not be something that we agree on, and that's okay, but uh, I didn't personally attack anyone until, you know, yeah. they, I, I highlighted all of your guys' comments that you guys put that people were sending to me, and I only highlighted the comments from the people that I considered my friends. So, then yeah, I'm, Yeah, and that's then fine. I stand by that. And then I I'm just... sitting here on this podcast, and like, you know, I make some memes, I, I write some comments, and just, just so you know, there are demons around us. I mean, look around us in the world. We are literally, our whole entire world is being controlled by evil forces. Everything about it. So, like, I don't think that's really a stretch for me, but it could be for someone else. I don't know. I mean, I, no, I don't you, yeah, It's your belief, and, you know, I get it. Like, I'm not saying there's not demonic entities. I'm not saying that. I just know that. That's a hard one because I've seen more demonic shit happen in churches and with religious people Absolutely. than I have with random people. So for me, you know, someone to quickly connect to, well, I, I have Jesus now in my heart, so therefore I'm going to call out the demons and, you know, people, yep. that's your choice. I just... The um, ones that attacked me first and then now they want to play... I get it, it, but, you know, like you have to remember, I, get, I understand. Also, they're just I understand memes, this is a, too, like... I, Okay, you can't just say they're just memes. Like, yeah, well, they this are. This is really like, real shit. They, this is really real shit. That we're, but you just backed it up why it's truth to you. It so is. it's not just it a meme. True. It's also your belief. It so is what I'm true, saying is like. But then you guys are going to get all butthurt when you guys are the ones who acted triggered by a general ideology comments like that, that were not personal attack on anyone. So it, it doesn't really make any okay, sense. Okay, I just want to remind you, like. You keep saying triggered and personal attacks, but you do, you have had arguments with friends your whole life, right? Like family members, friends, like, isn't that just a part of living life? Like people say things to each other, they get in fights sometimes. It's like every relationship. I've I've never, I've never been backstabbed like this in about 10 years. So yeah, no. Welcome to the club. (laughs) All of, all of my friendships are, are uh, like, I have ride or die people in my life. I don't get backstabbed like this. This isn't a normal occurrence for me. So, no. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying genuine arguments. You've never had arguments with people that you love, your brother, your mother, your family members, nothing. There's not just like normal arguments where you yeah, say that things this to is, get this hurt. Isn't, this isn't a normal argument to me. This right, is but I'm just saying that like every time someone comes at you, I, I know that this is personal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're demonic. Like, Sometimes people are just in their feelings. Sometimes people react poorly to situations, but to immediately say that's a demon, like that, you do understand what a big stretch that is and how that's not something that, like, I don't I, know. I don't, I don't 
think it's that big of a stretch because I, I believe that the spiritual realm is way more prevalent than the physical realm. We just cannot perceive it. It's, it's not like, it's not like I'm, true. it's not Everything like I'm calling, it's not like I'm calling her like this fat, you know, piece of crap. Like I, I'm literally saying from my perspective, I do believe that she is that offended because she has something attached to her that has been highly offended by the stuff that I'm putting out, which is completely do you generous. Think, do you think it's possible that you have said anything maybe in court case that could have been taken wrong? And would you ever take responsibility for the fact that well, you she may hasn't have? Well, she hasn't talked to me since I was born again, so I haven't even talked to her in about, like, two, three months. So she probably – I'm uh, saying in general with anyone. Of course I have. Because you're saying – right, so – Sometimes isn't it just that? Isn't it sometimes we we say something that triggers a pain response in someone that maybe like well doesn't I don't feel loved by God or already judges themselves a bunch and then you know maybe they're just triggered by you not not because you did it on purpose but because you know you touched them. Yeah. I'm not saying with her, but in yeah, general, no, does it necessarily mean it's always a demon? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, well, the no, I, I hear, of I hear what you're saying, but energy. I do, I do think honestly that like a lot of what we like struggle with, like on physical, like ailments that we have, are can be more explained by that than we know. Like that, this is how I see the world, and it's just becoming more and more prevalent to me now. And that's what explains, honestly, so much about our current state of affairs in the world. So I don't, I don't think it's a far stretch, but I hear what you're saying. Um, I don't think I should have made any news. Like I said, I don't think I should have – I don't even think I should have posted about it at all. Like I wish I didn't. I wish I handled it completely different, but I did. And then, you know, I do think about – I think about Elijah because Elijah did mock the people who worshiped false gods. And he uh, was one of the best prophets. He didn't even face death. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do all the time. I'm just saying that it's also not the worst thing to do because these people were worshiping false gods. They were doing things that God hates. And I'm bringing awareness to that. And I wish that I handled it a little bit differently. Um, but, like, I don't, I don't think that, like, my content in general before all of this was ever like a personal attack on anyone so i get it i understand yeah i i hear you i think that my whole take was now that our time is over because i don't want us to be convicted on any abusive behavior don't do that but like my whole take is watching everything um seeing the division and it's not like the entire community but you you have like thousands of people people are evil and then these people are saying that those people are evil and there's not really a camp I want to live in I don't agree with a majority of people I am a black minority most of the time like I am very much my own person and I don't believe in clubs and camps and cults but I do believe in unity and I do believe in God's power and love and I do believe in uh, working together and I do believe in overcoming our differences and I, I huge community gaping in right now that isn't healed that hasn't been repaired there's been no and i'm not saying it can't improve you but maybe it can 
spreading out into all the people in the section. So I'm like, is there a way for us to bring some kind of a coalition or a thing where maybe people on both sides can unite? Well, and I don't know if that's possible. I don't think you can do that because you're like splitting it up and you're like, you know, splitting the pot. I don't think that they split. I don't think that they would have said that they were going to split the section into like this group and that group. You could not split the group. Like, I don't think that you could most people haven't they don't understand of the social realm is exactly how um how prevalent it is so that that is what my feeling is i don't think any of these people are evil even the ones who were super ugly towards me you know um one of them in particular does call themselves a christian and was making fun of my kid where i come from um so when i pray to christians which i don't i've never prayed to christians i have them treat just like you and they think they're beautiful um, I, I got rid of stuff that I bought with like specific intentions um, that I didn't feel right about, but I still have some that I just think are pretty. And I never prayed to them. I never had altars with them. And I had a lot of lies being spread about me all throughout um, since I became uh, a Christian and had nothing to do with that. It was just the timing of it. And so I'm a little on edge. I'm a little defensive because it's been going on now for about four months and it's really just annoying at this point. So, um, yeah. but like I, I, if any single one of them came to me and wanted to have an open, honest conversation with me. And since, you know, again, like I said, I forgive them before they even apologize, because that's what I feel like is the right thing to do. Cause I'm not going to hold on to hate in my heart, but I would, I would open the door for any of them at any time. And that's where I am. And it's not like a, it's not like a fake like, I'm not just saying that to be fake or, you know, like make myself sound good or anything like that. Like, that's just where I am because I, I believe that they are deceived. And I believe that a lot, a lot of them that were personally attacked by the general stuff that I'm posting, you know, they, they are, they are in the same camp that I was where I thought that the person trying to help me was a, a retard. And that I, I used to say like, wow, they're never going to be free. They're bound by religion. You know, like I used to say these things and, uh, I never thought I would ever be on this side. I meant, I mean, my mom asked me if I go to church with her, like, uh, less than a year ago. And I said, mom, I will never go to church with you. Don't ask me that. <laughs> so yeah. like, look at, yeah, where you are now. <laughs> I love that. No. And I, I understand that. And I understand that you believe that people who don't see things the way that you do are deceived. I want to say to both of our listeners that I, I believe that faith is a very personal experience. And I believe that not a single man or woman on earth has the right to ever define what someone's personal relationship with God is. I believe, um, I think it's, it's important not to project our experiences onto everyone else. I think it's something that a lot of us do. And we, we say, well, that looks like how I was. So you're just where I was. And I think that, you know, we're all so individual and unique that we should be cautious around defining others and where they are in their life, because truly no one knows but God. And I personally have experienced God in yoga. I've experienced God on mushrooms. I, had, and I know you don't believe this is possible, but it doesn't matter because nobody knows, but me and God. And I was for about 45 minutes shown how I was harming my boyfriend with my words and my actions 
for 45 minutes in tears and equally simultaneously covered in so much forgiveness and love and healing. Why do you think I and understand that though? <laughs> well, cause I heard you say, you know, mushrooms on your, like your beliefs on mushrooms and your, for me personally, uh, for me personally. Right. I- so, right. But w- this, I'm just going to finish. This is coming off of you saying you believe others are deceived. And I'm, I'm wanting to speak to our listeners and say that I believe that, you know, your relationship with God is very personal. And if someone else, like, even if you come along and say, I think you're deceived. Okay. That's for you to decide and for you to receive or reject. But I would caution everyone to trust themselves, trust the spirit within them. And that for me, I've experienced God as an addict, uh, crying out to help having supernatural help. And I didn't change my life back to God. I didn't do anything, but God has been in my life, regardless, my entire life. And there's literally nothing I could ever do to remove his love from my life and the freedom and the salvation that was bought and paid for before I was born. And I believe that about all people. So deceived or not, I don't think there's a difference about salvation. I don't believe that there's anything we could ever do to earn it. I think that it was done before the foundations of the earth or even here. And that's my belief. So I just wanted to put that out there for anyone listening, because like I said, you know, you're going to share your perspective. I want to share mine. And it's not that we agree. It's that hopefully people within our community and whoever's listening to this will at least consider and think not to just get stuck in a way because someone says it, you know, what I say, take it with a grain of salt. It doesn't matter. Like if that's not your experience, that doesn't resonate with someone, trust yourself and trust God. But, you know, we have very different perspectives. I just think we have to be very careful to put our experience onto everyone else because now you're getting between man and God. Yeah. I think that's true and a little untrue from my perspective because, well, also I will just add in that uh, again, I don't know everything. <laughs> I'm a very new Christian and a lot of stuff that I Nobody post on, a lot of my stuff I post on my page, I have Christians in my DM telling me that's wrong because this and that and that. So I get it from all angles um, all the time. <laughs> and um, I also will say that while you, you shouldn't, uh, obviously, God, I hope that people just don't take things that people say and ingest it at this point with where we are. But I do believe that there is a purpose to our pain and our experiences and that we are used in a very specific way. And we're go- we go through very specific things so that we can use our testimonies to help other people. And like, that's what everything is about in relation to God. It is a relationship, like thinking about him and being, thinking about how I see my daughter now like this unconditional love that like, no matter how much she annoys the crap out of me and then Mm -hmm. she'll turn around and run to me. Like that's what God's love is. And, um, you know, a lot of people say that like all religions have a little bit of truth. And like, I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with, I don't agree that there's a, a little bit of truth in every religion. I don't believe that you can raise your consciousness by meditating for uh, this many hours of your life. I think that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. And he came here to make a sacrifice to give us the spirit and the spiritual realm to reconnect us back to God. And uh, the blood sacrifice 
is something that's very powerful in the spiritual realm. Hence why elites do it all of the time. It, it isn't, um, uh, you know, I just, I just want to ask like anyone who's listening to this, like if you were there and you saw him get crucified on the cross and then you saw him raised from the dead and then you saw him ascend into heaven, would you have a problem having faith in that at that point? Or would you still think there was a truth in every single religion? You know, so that's where I'm at. I get that. I get that too. I just, I, I believe that God and Jesus, uh, can show God can show himself to us in any way he chooses. You yes, know what I, I mean? It doesn't have to be through this Avenue of this specific thing. You know what I mean? That I, we, we have to expand our mind in the way that God reaches people. Yeah, because, he absolutely you know, does. He does, but, but I don't, I don't personal. think it's, I don't think it's through, uh, you know, channeling aliens and stuff just personally. So well, I don't know. I don't know who's doing that, but okay. <laughs> hey, wait, you know what, if that's your thing, that's like your thing, like you're really yeah. into coming against that. And you know, that's great. I'm sure there's an audience for that, but I, I think this was something, it was a step. I mean, what do you think? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the ball is in your court. You know, I've, I've had a lot of friends in my real life, uh, distance them th- themselves from me, not just because of this, but since I started, you know, it, it started on election day pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, once I started getting really deep in all of that, I've naturally distanced myself from people who are uh, completely ignorant to what's happening. And, um, well, for us, I have a question, like for you and I, I love you. And like, my favorite thing about you is that you're a friend that will go through shit and you press in, you're not afraid and you don't run away and you don't hold grudges. And I admire and respect you so much for that. I wanted that quality. And so many people in my life, like I've been that person too, but my, obviously I I'm not probably going to stay on your page <laughs> and I'm just letting people know it's healthy and it's okay to have a friend that you don't watch their Instagram shit, but for me, just the only thing that I would need to know is like, are you judging me for being myself? Are you, I, do you think I'm demonic? If I do yoga, do you think like I worship the devil? If I, I don't know, like, that's the fear that I would have about your new faith is that you would be looking down on me. Absolutely not. I had a friend, uh, text me last night. Um, Micah Dank, you might've listened to him come on my podcast about the astro theology. Um, and he, he, uh, texted me and he said, you know, I've had this friend for 30 years and he was out of Christianity and he just went back. And he said that he can no longer be my friend because of the things that I talk about and the things that I do and all of this. And like, he just said, he can't talk to me. And now I lost a friend of 30 years and I'm just really starting to resent Jesus. And, um, so I said to him, I said, you know, I don't agree with that. I think he did the wrong thing. He can draw a line with you and say, I don't want to talk about this. I don't agree with what you say. I I don't, you know, and he can draw that line, but he should, he should still be showing you God's love in other ways, just by being your friend and being available to you to ever have that conversation. If you ever wanted to open the door. So like, and he, and literally just that easy comment, he said that you have no idea how much that helped me and how much like his, he was like crying over it, you know, because you, you can't be judgmental at people. And like, yeah, I know some some of my stuff might come off that way. Like I literally just did a post about like girls being sluts, like uh, sure. People are going to take offense to that, 
But like right now I'm, I'm going through this process and like, I don't think that I want to like, I'm celibate for a while, even before I was, but these are things that I'm interested in reading about. If someone else is having sex before marriage, I'm not going to judge them. That's not, that's not my place. But like, again, it's my page. I can post what I want. And that doesn't mean that I'm judging anyone. But as I go through topics and as I like, like I said, it's like my vision board. This is what makes me happy to research on any given day. And I post it. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, yeah, great. You know, so no. And everybody <laughs> don't take Lala personally. If you're on her page, whatever she says, that's just what she does. She shit posts and, and, and enlightens I put, people. I do want to push people. <laughs> I want you to push. Yeah. I want to push people out of their comfort zones. That doesn't mean you have to agree with me. It doesn't mean I'm judging you. But I do want to push people outside of their normal comfort zones because we, as we all know, what has been normalized in our society in every facet is not normal. So like, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to make certain things normal and like, we're the weirdos for calling reality what it is. And they do that with absolutely everything. So like, I don't ever want to be somewhere where I'm just like, not using my brain and not learning something new every day. Yeah. No, I love it. I appreciate this. I appreciate you. I, I do. I always, I, I make, I have a joke with Nico, my boyfriend, where every time you and I get in a fight the next day, I have this like broke back mountain thought of like, I can't quit you. Like, I don't know why that line always comes to me concerning you specifically. Wait, what? I can't quit you. What is that? Brokeback Mountain, like, you know, the movie with like the gay guys. It was like the first gay movie oh, that know. like made, but there's a, there's a famous line where he goes, I can't quit you. Cause they're like cowboys and they talk like stupid. And I'm always oh. like, I think about that with you. I'm like, I can't quit you. <laughs> like I, my heart is just like, there's something about you that I can't just like, I can walk away from people. No problem. But like, I look at you and I'm like, whatever I was pissed about, I'm like, I know your heart. I know, I know that you're not intending it in a negative way. You're just an abrasive person, but so oh, am yeah. I. I'm, so I'm, I'm so abrasive. Like I know, I know. dude, I, I know I'm not, every, <laughs> I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but like, so, so when I have a friend, that's why I hold on to them. <laughs> well, that's why it's refreshing too, though. Like that's the shit I love, but then I, I'll get in a fight with you like over whatever, but also it's so nice to be like, I feel like I hurt you last time and that's, different. I don't want to ever hurt no, you, you hurt but there's been arguments. You said, yeah, I'm not your friend. That's what you said that. And when you said that, I was like, in the oh. text. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I, I was can't. like, what? You're like, you're my friend. I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh my God. I was just being mean. Like yeah, I was it, mad it and was very I'm mean. probably in my, in my ego and pride, you know? And <sighs> But life is a mirror. Like we see the shit we see in other people that get to us. Like, it's really my stuff, you know, coming back to me that I need to work on. And you're faithful to show me sometimes because you're very similar to me. And I'm grateful for you for that reason. And many others, like, I just, I do love you. And I am again, working on myself as well. We're all work in progress, but I think that I appreciate you for sharing. Honestly, I think that you give people a better understanding in this kind of a discussion of like where you're coming from and that your intentions aren't what maybe is perceived. Yeah. My intentions are, I'm trying to help people 
I'm trying to slap the truth and take people out of their brainwashing of the new age. This is the assignment I'm on right now. I might not always be on this assignment, right? But this is this is. I'm the, excited for the next one. Can I just is, say that? Is, like when we. <laughs> well, well, like I said, I I took a break from posting about this stuff for a while. I was I was in a rabbit hole with like the tribes of Israel and like where um, our yeah. origin story is and our creation story, which has been fascinating. And then um, I I just I saw that comment about like the 777 books of the Bible under the Vatican, and I was like where the hell is this coming from? Cause it keeps coming up. And then I, fa- I traced it back to Charlie Ward. And I was like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like these injected ideas into our society that people just repeat and repeat and repeat. And like, yeah. we're a nuns now. Like we have, we don't have this excuse. Like we shouldn't just be re- repeating something. We need yeah. to be like, where did this come from? Where's the source? That's, that's a really bold claim to that. People just have repeated nonstop. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm on this assignment right now. Um, <laughs> but it's working. I'll tell you it is working because there is a lot of people who have really expressed, you know, during that argument, so many people were so kind to come to me and tell me like, you've helped me so much, you know, thank you for everything that you do. Like a lot of people. And I, and I do a Bible study on Tuesdays with the women that, um, are, all from truth, this truth or movement. So we have been growing together in that. And so it's just been amazing. And I, I would keep continue to go through these types of things if I can help people along the way. And I totally understand that I am not everyone's cup of tea. And um, <laughs> I wish, I wish that they would just unfollow me honestly more because I don't want to push them further away either for that reason, because I know it can be like that for some. So like, I just wish that if someone feels that salty about what I'm saying, that they would just unfollow me because I don't want to do more harm for them in their, in their walk to ever come back to God. If they're not there. I get that. And thank you for enlightening the fact that, that a lot of people are really into this shit. I had no idea. I really didn't like the extent. Of, I didn't know what a star seed was until this last year. And I was just like, oh, that's a cool word. Like, I get it. Like, it's kind of a hippy dippy movement. That's as much as I thought about it. And I don't have thoughts on it. I don't want to dive into it. It's right. not my thing whatsoever. <laughs> but I'm also amazed either way. I don't even want to find out why it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't give a shit. Right. But I... I also didn't know that so many people were involved. I was like, who is she talking to? Cause I just, I never thought that there was that many people who were all in, into this. Stuff, well, they were so. all, they were all following me. Cause I used to post shit like this all the fucking time. So. Well, it sounds like it was meant to be for you. And I know yeah. that you're going to continue to grow as we all are, but you're committed to that. And um, yeah, I appreciate this. Is there anything else that you want to leave everyone? Anything that you want to say to anyone? Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize about my posts. I don't feel the need to apologize. Um, I never personally attacked anyone. You know, if I did, I would apologize. Absolutely. I apologize for how I handled it after, because I think that that was a learning experience for me and I should have just let them attack me and take it on the chin. And so that's what I would apologize for is how I handled it after the fact. But, um, I don't think it was warranted and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And, um, I, I do, that's just how I operate. Like it was fuel to my fire and, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. That's how I'm built. I uh, appreciate, you know, our friendship. I always have, 
we've never agreed on everything. Like that's never been a thing. I don't agree with everything on pretty much any of my friends and that's normal and that's okay. As long as we are respectful in our dialogue and that I'm not judging you, which I'm not, you know, and that's just something that goes with being a Christian is people just think that you're holier than thou and judgmental. And that's not where I'm coming from. Um, And if I come off that way, you know, that's just something that I have to work on. But I think more often than not, it's other people's perception of Christianity because so many people have had horrible experiences with it. Like I have myself. So I get that too. So that's fair. Awesome. Well, thank you. And, uh, I learned a lot. And as always, I come away from our conversations like this with more understanding and yeah, I'm glad that I got to say my piece about everything and well, do yeah. you feel better? You got me to read the Bible today. I do feel better. I, I, I got you to so, read the Bible. I, well, I was laughing because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to read the Bible. And then I was drawn to Romans and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Listen to this, listen to that. And like the things that are popping out to me were like, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. And then I laughed. I was like, dude, Lala got me to read the Bible <laughs> in a roundabout way. And it was like, I should just read it, you know, to kind of prepare just in case. Like, and then I was like, I'm not going to like quote the Bible. Like, you know what I mean? Romans but I was so ended good up- though. Romans is like maybe one of my favorite. I like all of like Paul's letters and all that. And I'm just like, and I found myself going back and remembering Jose. And I'm like, oh my God. I dabble, I dabble, but it's not really my thing. I mean, this thing has been around for a very long time, very long time. And it's all written up. Like it's been through a lot. I've been, I've had this stuff in my life, my whole life. And the thing is like, I have to admit the word is written on your heart. Like, especially in the last year, scripture just pop in my heart out of nowhere. And they're very, they're very fitting. And I'm like, it'll hit me in a way that I never thought about it before. I never understood it in that way and it's very multi-dimensional in that way it kind of meets you where you are and God uses it but like I have a lot of opinions on it like I think my perception of God is way blown open and I I see it slightly through the Bible and slightly through Christianity but it's so much bigger than that and you know obviously we're not going to see eye to eye but I don't want to discount your experience and I did appreciate your testimony. And I love that you've experienced healing and freedom because that is something that is undeniable. And I think we would agree on more than you, more than you think. Cause like I came from thinking of God way bigger. And so it was hard for me to like put God in this box. And so when I started going to church, I was like, okay, I I've always believed in God, but like, uh, and then the Holy spirit, I was like, okay, like I kind of, like, but Jesus, like that was really the hard thing for me to kind of get over because I had such a block against him. And, uh, but I, I don't think that how you look at God is wrong because it is a personal relationship. And like, you've had horrible taste in your mouth from, uh, churches. And I don't think that people need to go to church to find God. I asked God to use me how he sees fit. And then he sent me a pastor. So that was a message to me. And I felt the Holy spirit in the church. And that's, that was like the first time as an adult that I felt it. Cause I did as a kid, but like it melted me and it just so happened to be in a church, but I know plenty of people who had testimonies that they never stepped in a church before the Holy spirit yoked them. So uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think that, like I said, it's all the spiritual realm. And, um, I believe that truthers in this movement are, uh, being prepared 
for the time that is coming right now because we decode everything. We look into deep into everything. And so like the way that I'm perceiving the Bible is literally in that way where I'm like figuring out like mysteries and secrets behind it. Um, and I think that uh, he's kind of preparing all of us who see the evil in the world. Um, and that that's just what I think. So we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, all lies yeah. will be revealed eventually, you know, so yeah. we'll, we'll all find out one, one way or another. It's true. No, I love it. And you've had some really good decodes, even though I don't like the content. Uh, I think you're on fire with your digging. So, Hey, that must be like meant to be for you right now. Because <laughs> I'm just going to put some good stuff. Me, so no, I love it. And no, this is good. And thank you for having this conversation. I hope that somebody benefited from it. I did. I hope so too.